welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry, and this week we will talk about the Monday show with Lewis Peitzman and the Thursday show, Allison's CNB Meltdown, Daniel's D&D Past, Jenna's Big News. But first, I have to introduce and welcome my co-host for today because I'm so freaking excited. It's just Rafi. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. In studio, it's Brittany. Welcome, Brittany. This is the sound of my voice. <laughs> Hi. Hello. I'm How- so happy to be here. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're here. I'm glad that this worked out. I'm glad that we are working on two hours of sleep. Yeah. And we're going to give you some good quality pod. Totally good. Yeah. Um, we cracked a bottle of champagne already. The very bottle that Raphael gave me in Texas for my birthday, so as a special occasion finally came up, I can open it. Also, let's welcome Rafael Castaneda. That's for you, <laughs> That's for you, B. Thanks. Welcome. Hello. Everybody. How are you guys doing? A.K.A. Kenny Blanco, A.K.A. Best Friend to All the Best Friends, A.K.A. Blue Bubble Boy, iPhone gang since 2007. <laughs> Don't text me with green bubble because you're not getting a reply. God. <laughs> you want to just guess. keep going for like... 30 minutes just roll with all of your aka's more stupid aka's i do have a list of them that i haven't used but uh i'm gonna skip them for now hold on i need to take a sip of my mimosa all right i i couldn't think of a better person to join join me while Brittany's here finally i'm not just mentioning her name as an easter egg finally she's actually here i'm here whoop, whoop. i guess we could talk about monday <laughs> do you guys want to talk about what you guys have been up to first yeah let's do that would you just host it? Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you don't uh, follow Lisa on Instagram, you just started posting, right? Yes. I just started to like, okay, I'm going to dive in and try this whole thing out. I think it's at JMOs and BFFs. And, and then you can follow Brittany. I don't know if she wants to put that information out there, but they've been Instagram storing storying their uh night out last night and yeah. it seems like a good time it was it was I, a really good time i'm only in town for a short period of time i'm actually in town for a bachelorette party but i extended my trip by a day so i could hang out with lisa so we had a a little night out with all of our friends last night and yeah you can check it out on our instagram stories i'm <laughs> Brittany ashlyn if you really want to follow me but it's mostly hair pictures it's worth it yeah that's what i followed for <laughs> AKA, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, last night was pretty fun. We went to uh, Watson's, that place that you, Ray, and I went to for lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, not because it's very good, <laughs> but <laughs> just because I need it. I haven't seen it since they remodeled it, and it yeah. was like a staple of my childhood. So it looks so different. Yeah, I don't know, Rafi, if you if you've heard this, but uh, that thing you do was filmed down there <laughs> at really? that very place. So you can see the before a... at the, the diner that they go to. And that was what it looked like before. Anyway, speaking of things that you might not have heard before, did you guys know that I've been to Allison's house? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> do tell, you know, I'll get into it at a later time. Oh, okay. okay. Do you think Allison will do that again? Auction off a, a spot um, at, on the Thursday show? I think part castathon this year already happened. And uh, no, she didn't do it this year, so nope. either she she doesn't like fixing children's cleft palates, or she <laughs> is just being a normal person now and doesn't want strangers in her home. Yeah, especially now that she has a baby. Probably yeah. a little more choosy. Yeah, she's like that Raffy guy. Yeah, 
boy. Hey, but for the right price, I know her address. Uh, <laughs> hit me up on Venmo. Oh I don't know what my username <laughs> is, but hey, if the money's right. There you go. I was going to say something rhymey that didn't really make sense, but <laughs> something about tight. I don't know. All right. Keep it tight. Keep it tight. If the money's right, you'll, I'll keep it. T- no, okay. <laughs> Just self-edit. Got it. So Monday, let's talk about Lewis Peitzman. Writer, Twitter personality, editor of BuzzFeed. They mentioned at the top that, that he was in a horror movie, but then they never got back to it. And I know it's probably not interesting to anybody else, or maybe nobody gives a shit, and I probably should have looked it up. But I wrote it down because I'm like, I was an extra in a horror movie. I want to talk about that. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> so they never got to it, and I meant to look it up. He was an interesting guest, I thought. It's always funny to me that she gets these people that seem to have somewhat of a following, but I've never heard of them. Yes. I'm, I guess that just means I'm old, maybe. Well, I mean, there's partly that. <laughs> yeah. And um, Twitter personality. I'm terrible at Twitter. And I understand Twitter, but I don't care about, oh, they have a lot of followers. This yeah. is it. I really want to hear what people are tweeting about. It's really not about that. It's just about meeting new people for this show, really. And seeing, I really, I wanted to follow David Lynch to see what was up in his brain, but pretty much nothing. I think someone else is running his show. <laughs> yeah. So that I'm was sure. a disappointment, unfortunately. But yeah, I don't really... I've never heard of him, but he was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> this I thought was kind of perfect because Brittany, you're here now and they were they were talking about leaving where you grow up and then coming back. Oh and yes. how things change or or how everything stays exactly the same. In fact we were talking about that a little bit last night, how yep. you were like it stayed the same for a long time and then all of a sudden it was just totally different. Yep. So I'm just curious, what do you still feel that way now? Is it like a shock, or is it just kind of like I'm? Mean, you're used to the fact that it's not your home anymore. I'm kind of used to it. It's taken. I'm, we were kind of uh, shocked at the fact how long I've been gone. I've been gone almost nine years now. That's super shocking. Yeah, it doesn't feel that long. But coming back home, it's interesting. Yeah, it doesn't feel like home anymore, which sucks a little bit. That that makes me sad. But um, it just feels like a place where I'm going to visit my friends because things have changed so much and. If they've stayed the same, I don't really remember it, you know? Like, as I was driving to your house, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this freeway, and I remember that thing on the side of the freeway. But I couldn't get to your house without a map, you know what I mean? Like, I just kind of forget where everything is, and it's weird. And when I go home, go back to Austin, like, that feels like home now. Well, that's good. I mean, that's a good sign. Totally. (laughs) I still can't believe you've been gone for nine years, but I was really thinking about it. That was right at the beginning of you and I becoming friends. Yeah. Really. Yeah. A little bit more. And then you moved. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that we got closer. That says a lot about you. I was like, hey, nice to meet you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Nice knowing you. Later, nerd. (laughs) No, I was bummed about that. Like, yeah, I I kind of made all of these friends right before I moved to Austin. And but I I still consider all of you guys my best friends and closest people in my life. So it was I was holding like I made sure to hold on to those relationships because I was not letting you get away from me that easy it was like going from hanging out every Tuesday Mm -hmm. to now we see each other probably twice a year or maybe more sometimes but I try and make it out to Texas Mm -hmm. at least once a year and then you come more often here to California we were talking about that last night people like you don't see most of the friends that we saw last night on a regular basis it it takes me coming out here to kind of facilitate that but i think that's just a sign of getting older it is because we're all set in what we're you know we're all homebodies or we do our own thing Mm -hmm. and and you have kids and yeah other people have kids and i'm sure they had their ears had a a real rude awakening to the 
conversations that we were having last night. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh my gosh, mom, these are your friends. These are your friends. Cool. <laughs> this is what you guys talk about. But yeah, it is funny that all of those people live here and I hardly see any of them. Yeah. That's just, I think that's just a sign of getting older. It is. I only see Danielle because I watch her baby and that's, that's it. So yeah, it was cool to hang out with her last night and not just be like, hey, we're passing off the diaper bag and like, yeah, hanging out. And we got some really great video and went to the bar. So it was all worth it. Per usual. <laughs> oh, and waking up this morning. Woof. Yeah, that was, oh. a, that was a bit of an issue. The, you, she sent me this awesome text this morning of, uh, what's her name? Tamara. Tamara Barney. Of OC. <laughs> oh, God. It, well, since you guys can't see it, I'll post it somewhere. It was just really funny. <laughs> Rafi, I'm sure I already asked you this before, but like, where are you from and do you go back home and fit? Isn't your mom in the same close to you? I'm from Denver and okay. I live in Aurora. I mean, it's across the actual city line. It'd be like 10 minutes. So, um, but no, my mom lives nearby. My dad is now in Kansas. Uh, my sister lives kind of in a Denver-ish area. My other sister lives, like my whole family's here. The people that I consider my family, I should say, uh, are all in Colorado. So it's not like hard for me to see them, but we still never see each other. So... <laughs> Do you ever have any desire to leave? Um, yes, all the time. And I think that's unhealthy. Yeah. That's I think that's why I travel as much as I do now, yeah. uh, trying to escape yeah. <laughs> the, the stuff at home. But Where would your dream place be to move? Uh, it would be Denver if everyone else left. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so you like the snow then? I do. I love it. They were talking on the Thursday show, they were talking about going to Wyoming and how beautiful it is, but it's the same here. Where would I live? I constantly joke and threaten my friends that I'm going to move to LA to hang out with Megan Moore or to Texas to hang out in, I don't know, Houston or something. But I don't think I can move to Texas. LA, maybe, but I don't, it's not, it's not going to happen. No? No. Is that job related, family related? Or, or, or Rafi related? related? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I don't know. I think it's just because I've lived here my whole life. I am so used to it. And I like I really do like everything about Colorado, minus some of the people. But you know, I don't know. You you can't escape people wherever you go. Yeah. Well, you can be the Unabomber. (laughs) Well, 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 I know of his name from Twitter. And occasionally, you know, someone will retweet him, but I don't follow him. And I've not really heard much about him. But I googled his name and horror movie didn't find out what movie he's been in but for buzzfeed he writes like every year he writes a list of like best horror movies of the year 25 great gory horror films 31 terrifying horror films to stream so he's big into horror which Uh, kind of is surprising he didn't sound like i mean he wasn't he doesn't like poop or fart talk but he's into horror movies yeah he's into gore that's interesting it is um what movie were you in lisa as an extra i i know you've told me this before but i'm getting old he's about to google. <laughs> don't worry you can't <laughs> see me <laughs> oh no it was a movie from that one guy yeah it was a big uh, name what's Clive his Barker. name it was There's... lord of illusions oh, mm. i didn't even know that the aforementioned candy man also oh. a clive barker movie but uh that's what you were referencing okay. yes when you start seeing the bees. Yeah. And, yeah, I was an extra in the audience watching, like, this magic trick. Sorry, an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got to meet him though. It was really, really cool. And the guy I was dating at the time wanted to leave early and, but we were still there for like six or seven hours of doing the same take over and over again of pretending to be surprised. Oh yeah. I actually went to, back in my comic book days, I was going to a comic book shop in LA and there was some flyer. Do you want to be an extra in Clive Barker's? And I was just like, sign me up. Well, first of all, my panties fell off. (laughs) (laughs) Panties? How old am I? (laughs) My bloomers. (laughs) Drop to the ground. More like it. (laughs) It was an awesome experience. I had him sign a dollar for me because that's all I had. And he was just like, you're giving me a dollar? I'm like, no. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Do you you still have that dollar? I do. I have it somewhere with all my comics and all my my collector's action figures. Yeah. Nerd. Oh boy. I think they're in the attic. I need to find them. I used to have them. Rafi, I don't know if you saw earlier, but on the ceiling I put a lot of the postcards that you gave me. Oh, and I noticed that. That's actually how I used to put Okay, we'll go back. All right. The house that I lived in that uh, that Allison has been to because she was dating a guy that was in the band that used to live there with us. Only reason why I'm bringing this up because, you know, <laughs> Anyways, anyways, I put my comics on the wall as like uh, really cool posters and I totally got laid a lot. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure. Guys came in and their panties dropped. Mm -hmm. Zip. They're like, who's this skateboarding chick that always wears a sweatshirt? (laughs) She's hot. Zip up (laughs) hoodie (laughs) and carries comics around. Oh, oh, and doesn't drink. I didn't drink then too. All right. Anyways, wow, that was... That was a segue. Really? Uh, All right. A riff. So let's talk a real riff. Uh, weight loss blog. I just want to talk about this because, of course, Allison and Lewis really connected on this weight loss thing. I know, you know, growing up being the fat kid, which I didn't really become chubby until like fifth grade. My parents got divorced and then it was just comfort eating. And But being the fat kid then, like no matter what weight I am, I always feel fat in my head. I don't think that ever goes away. It doesn't. And I think, and they were talking about losing weight that magnifies your other problems where you're like, well, now I see so many other things that are wrong. But when I lose weight, I do feel much better. Obviously, everybody does. But but I still always have that fat girl mentality forever. Coffee house fat. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't think that ever goes away for anyone. No. And being the fat kid, they were talking about other people's comments that stay with you, like those damaging comments. And I worry about that with whatever it is with my kids, you know, whatever they might be different at or going through a stage or whatever. Like I had two uncles call me fat. And in front of, like, the whole family, you know, like, I'm getting out of the pool, like, wow, you're fat. No. We're just like, cool. Oh, my God. Like, prepubescent chubby Lisa. <laughs> and obviously, like, that stuck with you. Oh, totally. Yeah. The fact, especially when you're a kid, you think that nobody else sees what you see anyway, and you just hope that no one's going to say anything. You're like, let's just agree that I'm fat, but we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> It just stayed with me forever. So it's sad that there are people out there that would say things like that and not say, oh, there must be something going on. Like, why? Instead, it's like, what's up, chubs? Yeah. (laughs) Well, and that's just, I think, deflection, too. Like, people, you know, we hear this all the time. People tear other people down to make themselves feel better. Yeah. So Allison was talking about something her therapist said. The way she said it, I understood. And they were kind of saying, oh, that's not really a a good thing to say as a therapist. But she was kind of saying that if you you want people to love you for your insides, but you don't even love your your insides. Mm -hmm. Or you don't love yourself the way you want it to to be be loved. loved. Uh And I mean, it makes sense. But does anybody, does anybody truly, maybe Buck, (laughs) 
he's got confidence yeah. and like I I don't know. It's a really good question. I think that yeah, loving yourself is one of those things I've struggled with for a long time. Like I feel like everybody has to love themselves to an extent if they're out in the world. Like if you yeah. truly judging, hated yourself, judging by Facebook and Twitter, I'd say people really have a higher opinion of themselves. Yeah, than they but should. I don't know if that's what uh, therapists are referring to. I, I, I that's something I've struggled with for a long time. Rafi, have you ever thought about self love and not in a sexual way? <laughs> in addition to. Oh, I think about it all the time. I constantly make <laughs> what's going on with it. She was making a jacket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I could have just said nothing. <laughs> Don't hold. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think about it all the time. I make a lot of self-deprecating jokes, and oh, I make I made one of my favorites with uh, when we were in Texas. As I met Amanda at the bar, and she goes, I, I said hi or whatever, and she goes, Oh, you ha- you kind of have a, a voice for radio, and I said, and I got the face for it too. Yeah, <laughs> that's like my go-to joke, and she made a face like, Oh, that's sad, and I was like, <laughs> Oh, she. <didn't> get it. <laughs> Because you're that's all just, just getting like, started. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, tip of the iceberg. <laughs> but self love, uh, sure. Sure, you're putting a check in the yes box. Um, uh, I think. <laughs> Next subject. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got all it. right. Dating apps and online dating. Let's jump right into that. Luckily, I bypassed all of that Thank stuff. The Lord. I think we were even talking about that last night because we have a friend who is, is a part of that. Yeah, and she's very much in the dating app world. And I mean, she's shared some things, Ugh. like some of the dudes that are on there, where it's just like this. This is the the, the cretins you have to choose from, yeah. and the horror stories even just huh. there, where yeah. it's just like, I mean, of course, everyone has dating horror stories. We were talking about that also last yes. night, just like the funny. We had another friend that was talking about <laughs> the velvet shirt <laughs> and puka shells. <laughs> A guy showed up wearing velvet shirt, a velvet shirt and puka shells. And then when she kind of told her, told him like, okay, it was nice meeting you. Like, I'm going to go. He's like, no, 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 don't go. I I wasn't really feeling my outfit. Give me another chance. (laughs) Uh, The fact that there was so much wrong with that, that it's just, and our, I don't know if you saw pictures of our friend. She's pretty, she's, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just like. She could have her. She's not going home with no velvet, purple velvet shirt wearing. Yeah, puka ensconced shell in velvet fellow. I would drape myself in it. <laughs> but yeah, the dating apps and all that, that just seems like a nightmare. Navigating that and. It's a good idea in yes, theory. Yes. Like, I think it's a really good idea, but I think that most people, there's a quote from some old musician most people, they ain't much. Like, that rings so true when I think of dating apps and online dating. But I think it's good in theory. I just think you got to weed through a lot of crap. Right. Have you had any experience, Ravi? I was on Tinder for a very short amount of time, and the only people I ever matched with were scammers. Uh-huh. So very bad experience for me on there. But I know, um, I know someone who's on Tinder and kind of like hearing about their Tinder dates is so interesting to me because it's always like one date and that's it. Yes. Oh, yeah. So Well, Tinder I've heard from my single friends is more like a hookup site. Like Match and eHarmony, those are more like people looking for relationships. But it's interesting there's another podcast I listened to that was talking about this. People when you're online dating, that you're spelling it all out like this is what I'm into and this is what I'm not. And mostly people are putting in what I'm not into. Like some guys will write like there's term I think he mentioned this. There's yes. terms like fit or um, athletic means, mm. like, no fatties. No, no fatties, yeah. Yeah. 
So it's interesting because you, someone you might meet by chance, you'd read their profile and be like, oh, well, I'll never match with them. That's true. It's, it's, it's weird. I like Allison's, uh, she has such a curiosity in just having an account just to see. I think she's also a little, a slightly fame obsessed. The fact she keeps talking about Raya all the time. (laughs) She brings up Raya constantly. (laughs) Yeah. So I think she, but I think that's just more of a curiosity to see like which celebrities are on it. And she says she has a friend that she can look into it. That would be a friend. But I've actually had that. I've actually thought that would be interesting. Like if my husband and I both got. Oh, and if we matched up just to see like if that would happen. Thought that too. But I think that's like the the beginning of the demise of a relationship. Yes. If you're both like. That might be the beginning. Let's both get on Tinder. (laughs) I know something fun we can do on a Friday night. Let's see what other people are out there for us. Oh my gosh. There was a show. Was that um, a Black Mirror couple? Like, hey, let's just for fun. Let's check out what's on Tinder or on a dating app and then I don't think that is black Mirror, comedy and sounds interesting yeah it's some I think it's a movie that I saw things don't go well for them of course not because it's a <laughs> big shocker idea. luckily I bypassed all that meeting people it just seems like there's a lot of reasons why people are single <laughs> well and another thing that makes me th- that I think relates to the dating apps and online dating is you guys are all on Facebook and Instagram I find myself knowing people in real life and then seeing their online persona and disliking them. Very true. Like, oh man, you're such a cool person to hang out with. But then I, you know, I I get the Dear Diary version of your innermost thoughts on Facebook and all of a sudden I don't like you. So when I see you out, I'm judging you by that. Had Facebook, Instagram, Twitter not existed, these are things I would have never known about you and I would have continued to enjoy our friendship. Are you talking to me now? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to say so I think that's interesting because I think when we're, I think this has been talked about before with bullying, when we're behind a computer, you feel like you can just word vomit and be True. okay and be uninhibited. And that was oh. Laura Palmer over there. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if it like kind of translate in the dating apps and online dating. I imagine it would because people might seem crappy online but they might be if you just met them in a bar that's or true there wherever. are so many people who i think uh, can't well a million times can i just start over like facebook yeah. everything like we're even talking about i don't understand the need for all the different platforms because now everything's connected yes and now you have to have like you were saying there's stories on facebook there's stories on instagram on snapchat mm-hmm I don't really understand the need i kind of understand the need for facebook and twitter separately because twitter can be more for Connecting with people. But that's what Facebook wants. No, in a different way. Making connections, not in relationship, but like for work or for shows or for... Oh, you mean like a professional. Yeah, I'm trying to... There's a word there, but it's... Networking. 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 Bravo. But Facebook seems more like it would be personal. Like you just have your own, your real friends and your, you know, what's going on in your real life. But it's all just vomiting on us. Every time I turn on anything, it's just, I really don't want to know what's going on with every single little thing that's going on. Luckily, people don't check into... Okay, I tried... And I'm, like, obviously not very good with uh, technology. But there was this girl that posted this. She checked into Del Taco. Oh, boy. And then she was like, you're, you know, you're jealous of me or something like that. Which I'm a Del Taco person, of course, Mm -hmm. at heart Mm -hmm. and in body. And... But she was, what she, then she says what she's eating. She's eating a half pound bean burrito. Don't be jealous. It's like, I'm really not. <laughs> well, why the need to I think share that? I think that a lot of people, especially now as social media is evolving into whatever the hell it is right now. Yeah. I find a lot of people think that they're all comedians. 
Yeah. Like, she probably thought that was yeah. really funny. Yeah, like, that's true. look at how ironic this post is that I'm posting. Uh, I think like, she don't... was serious. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you her later. Oh, I'm pretty sure she was excited about her bean burrito. Like, really excited. Not like me doing the share if you agree. <laughs> it was, like, just, oh, hold on, honey, because she was with her boyfriend. Hold on a second. I got to post this mind-numbing experience that yeah. I'm having and having a bean burrito at Del Taco. That's something I think in about Barstow, a lot. In, oh, boy. The, the one in Barstow. The one. That's something I think a lot about when I'm browsing through social media is what happened before this photo was yes. taken? Or what happened prior to you checking in? Like, did right. you have to say to your significant other, hold on, this is really important. People need to know I'm at Del Taco. Yes. Yeah. Hold on. Put a pin in that conversation. Yeah. Because... And the mo- and I could I mean people could say that about me like I posted all that stuff last night but that yeah, but that's that was different I felt like because we have a lot of friends that couldn't be with us yeah. so I just wanted to share that experience with them <laughs> I'm showing her a picture of her I'm telling you she was excited about her bean burrito well I'm oh, excited wait a about second. her bean burrito now she's actually taking a picture of her breakfast oh look at that. Is that an Orange Cafe? This is really good pod. It's really good. Oh, here it is. Nope. Sorry, that's a different one. She's talking about being at Starbucks. Starbucks. Following up lunch with an Americano on my day off. Life is good. I have a question. (laughs) This is on Facebook? Correct. Okay. Chimichangas with my husband. I mean, my man. I'm jealous. It's all food. Look at this chicken fried steak. (laughs) As you know, I hate Facebook. And if I do one of those, uh, oh, at the whatever the fuck, aren't you jealous? I would probably put that on Snapchat because then someone only has to see it for like five seconds. Agreed. I don't know what Facebook is for other than like long discussions. Like, well, yeah. And that's what I'll understand is you think, oh, it's going to be all these young kids that are checking into everything. But it's all these old people that didn't even have computers when they were kids. It's really interesting. My husband (laughs) and I talk about this and I feel like I have a little bit of insight because I have young clients, like Mm. girls that are in their 20s or even late teens. And I ask them, I want to know everything that's going on. I'm like the cool mom from Mean Girls. (laughs) Like, I'm like, tell me what's going on in your life. Like, what's the hot thing? What's the 411? But my husband and I have talked about the fact that Facebook, like, we'll be out to dinner with his parents and his mom is taking pictures of us and posting it on Facebook. I just think that they're so fascinated by this ability to share things with anyone at any time that they just can't stop. The younger people have moved to things like Snapchat and Instagram because our, their attention span, I think, is so short. So they need things that are, like, shared quickly yeah you know facebook i i've read also that facebook like the demographic is like 35 and up is facebook now really like, yeah no one in their 20s is really on facebook unless like for professional promoting reasons or something and instagram and snapchat are kind of snapchat's slowly dying too twitter is definitely Good. dying instagram yes. i think is kind of where it's at and then there'll be some other social media platforms i'm soon. waiting for that I, the only thing i hate about instagram is that it's all picture related, which back in the TNC days would have been great. People would have hated us oh, yeah. even more than they did in the MySpace days. Yeah, yeah. But in MySpace, it wasn't like you had to go to someone's page and see the pictures. It wasn't like in your face, like here's 300 pictures that Lisa posted and every single, no, we're not deleting any of the fuzzy ones. Every single one was posted. <laughs> Deletefully yours. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I am curious to see what is next. I did want to talk about the fact that they were talking about Twitter dying. I know they talked about like Vine is gone. Yeah, and then there's came like and, came and went. Vine stars. Then it's like, well, I retired from a, as a Vine star at the age of 14. <laughs> yeah. But Lewis is a Twitter personality. So then we're, I guess you could probably just translate it to the next thing. Like you're slowly going over to Instagram more and then whatever the next thing is. But I think that Twitter was set up in its foundation to fail ultimately 
because my number one gripe about it is that anybody can follow you and you can just follow anybody. And then it, it became like a, the status of how many followers you have, you know, even Allison will say when she gets suggestions for guests, she, the first thing she does is look at their Twitter following, which could be purchased <laughs> now, you know, which I'm sure you could probably look into that. But still, it just, there's too much fake, like everything. It's just too bogged down with bullshit that it's not, they should have just, I don't, I don't know what they could have done, but maybe you can allow someone to follow you instead of just anybody can just follow you. It just seems kind of... I don't know. What do you think? Like clogged up? Yeah, I think just everything is constant. It's evolving so quickly that we, you know, when Twitter was first started, they could have never foreseen that people were going to become Twitter bots or there were going to be people selling the capability to buy followers. And I don't think anyone foresaw that. So yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's very fake and very, that's, that's social media though. Like you can kind of put your life in this lens and make people, mm-hmm. like I was saying, like there are people that I know in real life that I hate on social media or vice versa, like think they're funny in, on social media and then I meet them in real life and they're a dud because you can project an image <laughs> right. of what you want people to see. Like it's not really you. You'll never really experience a person until you're like having a one-on-one conversation. It's very true. And I think that's where we're headed to in the future with everything being delivered to your house. Like we're literally putting, we're, zero- gonna- we're zoning out yes. interaction. And we're going to po- like put this image of ourselves out there that we want. And then the reality is going to be, Totally different. Going back to Black Mirror, that one yes. where she needs constant approval from everyone, from everyone to the coffee, yes. like the barista at the coffee mm-hmm. shop. It's really bizarre. I was telling Raphael an idea I had for a Black Mirror that will probably be something anyways, because it's it was like Snapchat related, like the filters, mm-hmm. like people being able to program filters for yourself. Oh, and then like 100%. The, the glitches that might happen yeah. where you're like, oh, like your hair's off. I have one eyebrow. And like, yeah. <laughs> one second. I need a, uh, re- a refill of my refill. Hit me, Sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> Rafi, what about you and Twitter? And I know you hate Facebook. I do too. But except for. Well, don't you feel like you have to be on it because your family members are on yes. it? Yes. That's what I mean. Old people. Yes. Well, fortunately for me. <laughs> you hate like, Well, my name. mom actually has Facebook now. And she, like, like the other day I was driving her home and she was on it. And like, oh, look at this funny thing. And it. And I think I remember what the meme said. It said, we're living in the age of caffeine or decaf coffee, uh, lactose-free milk, something or other, you know. And it's like, when are we going to get to uh, politics without idiots or something like that? And she's like, that's funny. And I was like, I want to drive this car (laughs) into a lamppost. (laughs) Because that is not funny. That was stupid as fuck. But... (laughs) Oh, you uh, should. We were talking about this. We agree. should see the stuff my mother posts. Oh like, my gosh. <laughs> I, that's where this whole share if you agree thing started. I was telling, I was having a conversation with my friends about that. My mom likes to get real political on Facebook. And she posted a picture of a bald eagle that said, and it was like wrapped in an American flag. And it said, share if you agree. <laughs> what? What am I agreeing what, to? That was like idiocracy at its finest. Just yes. like America. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? She just thought, like, God knows what she thought. And, P.S., I've not told you this, or maybe I have. She is obsessed with Erica Jane from The Real Housewives. You sent me a picture of something she posted. So The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, this girl's on Facebook, and my mom's commenting on her picture with 8,000 other people saying, like, you're a true inspiration. Like, you do you, girl. (laughs) Like, you think Erica Jane is reading? You think she gives a... (laughs) <laughs> um, that they actually talked about during JMOs, which 
on Monday it was the only show that they talked about JMOs, but they brought up the Real Housewives and the Dorit Erica, which I haven't seen any of the new uh, season, really but I do. I am aware of Erica from last season. So the fact that your mom's like, "That's my girl." Yes. <laughs> so bizarre. I think I even screenshot it. I'll have to show you. Yeah, I think you sent it to me. I have another one. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, like that's that's the reason I don't like Facebook is it's a bunch of stuff that I'm not interested in. I used to post on Instagram years ago and now I just have like three on there so you know I'm an actual person, not a robot, but I don't post on there anymore. I just do Snapchat for bunch of stupid shit and then i do twitter occasionally and i think that's why i like twitter the most because on instagram you like pose the picture you add some filters and i think on twitter it's just whatever you think of whatever's in your brain and you fucking type it out i, I think, think that's twitter why i like it requires the most brain power which is why i'm terrible at it <laughs> <laughs> yeah on instagram you can just literally take you know point shoot done post like yeah Twitter, you have to, like, it's all about being clever or saying something smart in 140 characters, which is why it's dying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the 140 characters, why haven't they ever changed that yet? I well, realize we don't want 3,000 paragraphs, but... Yeah. They, they are making little changes, like they, the new update people are complaining about how the replies work. So now when you at reply someone, it's no longer counted in your 140 characters. Oh, yeah, oh. that's right. Yeah. They but take now that out now. Oh, yeah, but okay. now there are, people are complaining because now you can at everyone 3,000 so people just like spam people yeah so well, I don't and that's know. where they should have a limit I mean okay you can have up to like six or seven and then you're cut off yeah, guess how many are you gonna really do Instagram puts a limit on your hashtags like I think oh, you really? can only have 30 yeah <laughs> and the reason <laughs> yes, well yes. the reason I know that is because when I post hair pictures I oh. have to hashtag like yeah. Austin hairstylist just the world we live in y'all I think going back to what you were saying about what's happening happening before the post and after That's... and why this is happening, it also goes back to we talked a long time about a long time ago about uh, mommy blogs like bloggers oh, God. where they post. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, side, total side note: Can you see who someone is following on Instagram? Oh yeah, okay. But she, you know, if she's following seven hundred people, you have to filter through seven hundred people. But I don't think Allison's going to be following seven hundred people. She did start following me, by the way. Oh. Thank you very much for my... I'm sure she really enjoyed this awesome video and yeah, picture she, from last night. She's like, wow, Lisa's a real cool person. <laughs> Not... <Mute. laughs> um, anyways, going back to the like the mommy bloggers and the putting the best foot forward and like the perfection, I would love to see like the reality, like what's really going on before and after. She follows 721 okay. people. I'm Look, she has 21,000 followers on Instagram. I'm going to look into those 721 people and yeah. I'm going to find this Logan broad Logan. And, and I'm going to follow her myself. <laughs> yeah. So the queen of segues. So we've all been and had the, a bad roommate, I believe. I've had a lot of bad roommates, but I also was a bad roommate, just like we've all been bad friends. We, yeah. But I also think it's, you know, when you're younger, you're, I was a bad roommate when I was younger because I was just, I don't know, I don't know what I was doing. I was yeah. trying to figure things out. I know Lewis was talking about being an only child and being selfish and trying to get over that, but also the combination of that with being young. You, I think it really just you're comes a turd. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I don't know, Rafi, have you ever been the bad roommate or... Uh, the bad friend, the bad tipper, the bad the bad son. Um, it all comes all comes back to that. I don't think I'm a bad roommate. I think I'm a great roommate, actually. But I have a bad roommate. He's a real lazy sack of shit. But no, I'm pretty perfect. 
Yeah. Okay, give me one horror story as having a bad roommate. Oh, no, it's just my current roommate's the only roommate I've ever really had, but oh. um, he never takes out the trash. That's, uh. the, that's the problem, and it's okay. all his trash. Uh. It's all, like, fucking takeout boxes, and they just pile up, and I'm like, I'm not taking that out. And that's, so uh, that's, that's the whole. Those mind games, though, where you're like, take this fucking thing out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, like I'll take the trash it. and yeah. set it by the door so he has to <laughs> move it, it to get out. <laughs> Yeah, I know you've had bad roommate situations. What, do you have one thing that stands out, or co- any stories of bad roommates? Um, I can't really remember like a terrible story. The only it, I lived with two girls. It was uh, the broad that owned the doll hut, James's sister, Janie. Oh, okay, and she borrowed. We were all it was rent was due, and I was paying rent, and she was like, "I don't have it. I need." I need money. And I was like, okay. And we had to pay our rent. So I had to front her $500. And I see her sometimes still to this day. And she's like, I never forgot that. And one day I'll pay you back. I'm like, it's been 13 years. Like, God. How about like a hundred, $10 a year? Yeah. No kidding. (laughs) $20 a year. Let's make it easy for you. Yeah. So I, that's like the one that stands out, but I know I've been the bad, like when I first was living on my own, I didn't, you know, all I cared about was partying and getting laid. So I was not into cleaning my room or taking the trash out or anything. But I think the roommate I was living with at the time wasn't either. So, in fact, I know she wasn't because I know guys came over our house and were like, ew. (laughs) So, yeah, you just get better at living as you get older. It's true. But then you think, like, our last roommate, you would think maybe would have already, since she's older, maybe have gotten things settled. But But I think it's just weird living with someone it's even yeah. weird living with, like, your husband. There's weird things it is. you have to work out. Oh, there's out. so many things, like this trash thing yeah. that Rafi's talking about. We don't have the trash thing, but there's so much where I'm like, why the fuck is this not done? Yeah. <laughs> One of our roommates that we had would, like, leave curling irons on all day. And I wouldn't know about it because it's in her room, you know? And then I'd find out or leaving food cooking and going to take a nap for three hours and just, like, things are just burning on the stove. That's a nightmare roommate situation. You just reminded me of another tiny thing that he does that bugs me. <laughs> Okay. Is he'll be in his room, he'll like leave the bathroom light on or the TV Ugh. on in his room and then come to the living room and have a light on and the TV on. And I'm Ugh. like, which room are you in? Yeah. And I know it's like we split the bill. It I, I don't it's not a ton of money. I don't care. It's it just bugs me that I look over there and there's shit on and there's no one in that room. Well, we live in a society. Yeah, we live in a society. <laughs> so this is good preparation for you to have kids because my kids know like it's second nature. They come in the house, their shoes come off. They leave a room, the light goes off. They're just, they have these things, but and yeah, you but have you to beat it down in them. <laughs> but you've also trained them from an early exactly, age. Exactly. These people that these when you people, have roommates, yeah. they've already set in their ways. Oh, yeah. And parents, uh, I don't know where they were. <laughs> Not a very nice person to live with. And it ruled the whole house yeah like there's an i've had the roommate situations where it's just like it's a feeling yep when they come in the house it was like just it just the tension was in the air and just the whole house i mean it caused a lot of stress for the family which was just like it sucked and not being like very nice to the kids and it's just you know you're in our house at least pretend yeah pretend (laughs) all right since uh we're done talking about monday let's talk about thursday (laughs) oh my god what a goon Goober. All right. We were her little rhubarb pies. I've never had rhubarb pie. Have you? I've no. had rhubarb at Knott's Berry Farm. I'm shocked that you haven't had rhubarb I know, because it's an old lady thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
The only thing I know about rhubarb, I've never had it, but supposedly if you eat too much, your poop turns red. Oh, like beets? I like beets. Well, I, that's probably true. I don't know if you've seen it. It's It looks like red celery. Yeah, it does. Mm. It doesn't look appetizing. I can't imagine that being good in a pie, but it, I think it probably would be. Is actually. it savory? I don't know. The one time I had rhubarb, it was at Knott's Berry Farm. Do they have rhubarb? And it was tons of sugar just with like this chopped up um, rhubarb in a bowl. Like a cobbler or something? Just, yeah, without the crust. Oh. <laughs> just, I didn't know Knott's Berry Farm did rhubarb. I thought it was just boysenberry. Yeah, they definitely have the boysenberry. You know how they have that fried chicken dinner mm-hmm. place? It was like a little side of rhubarb. Interesting. Yeah. Very local, guys. Yeah. This is, yeah, very local. But look at Walter Knott if you like boysenberry because he created it. Anyways. I'm looking at a picture of rhubarb and I don't think that's what I'm thinking of. Oh. Yeah. But I would imagine do it would you, make your poop or pee. Do you do you eat the, the stalk or yes. do you eat the leaf? Oh, there's, le- there's leaves. <laughs> no, the stalk is what's in pies and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Which okay. is weird that's... because it is... Like, it looks like pieces of celery, so yeah. it, it just tricks your mind a little bit. I yeah, because I picture the texture being weird. and yeah. yeah, I was surprised at how much it tasted good, but um, I'm selective with my sweets <laughs> because I'm not a big into sweets. So if it's going to be pie, like, I'm going to get something that I know for sure is going to be good. I'm not going to be like, well, I'm apple. Good. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to, oh, like, let's t- roll in the dice on yeah. the rhubarb pie. <laughs> did you guys, did your heart just drop when uh, so Daniel much. said, yeah, you have big ears? To Alice and I was like, oh, here we go. (laughs) And of course, she could not let it go. She just was like, like, "Uh, uh, excuse me? Like, (laughs) hold on. I was like, Daniel, have you not learned anything? No, not one thing. Just zip. Zip it. I never thought about ear canals until I had kids and seeing the different sizes because my daughter cannot wear earbuds because her... You're kidding. No, they're really tiny ear canals. So she always has to wear like headphones. Yeah. They have to have them at school, so she has to have the headphones, and I never thought about Gave it. Gave it a thought. Interesting. But I guess maybe you wouldn't either if we'd have lived in a time without earbuds. That's true. You're like, hmm, let's check out this guy's <laughs> ear holes. That's weird. Okay. Rafi, do you have big ear holes? <laughs> <laughs> I think I have relatively normal ear holes, but I do have big ears. And do? Uh, you know that's I, one that's of the things that doesn't point. stop growing. Oh, Ooh. really? <laughs> yeah, your ears and your nose don't oh, stop growing. I thought growing. you were going to go with a... <laughs> So, he, so hearing oh, Daniel's great. comment, I was really triggered. I'm traumatized now. Triggered. <laughs> yeah, the fact that Colonel Jeff has squeaky ears, which I do that thing with the outside flap of my ears. I did not know what he was t- talking about. Oh, I really? was trying to picture it. Here, let me show you. Yeah. Like, oh. But his squeaks so much that people apparently can hear it? it squeaks. I've never had a squeaking issue with mine. Interesting. Um, Is there like a lot of moisture in his ear? Because I don't think I could hear it if I was next to you, let alone across the room. It sounds like, like a cartoon character. Yeah, no kidding. Wee, wee, wee. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like he puts a hanky in through one ear and, and out the other. And is like <laughs> exactly. There was a lot of ear talk. It's funny how they can like just start off the show and they're going to talk about certain things, and all of a sudden it's like er, ears, ear yeah. holes. I have big ears now. Great. Don't say Allison has big anything. anything. <laughs> I'm sure if you said like oh honey you have such a big heart she'd be like excuse me (laughs) jenna and al are expecting woohoo that's so exciting for them it's really exciting i swear i don't know if it it was this is gonna sound wrong the pictures that they post of the show every week starting around in february i was like there's something up with jenna like there was something oh i didn't even notice uh, just 
Like she looked tired maybe, but not bad. It just, just, there was something different. And now that I know that, you're like, I am like that first month. It's like, you feel like crap and you can try and pretend, but it comes through that like, oh, I'm here. Yeah. (laughs) Just baking a baby. So I'm just really excited for them. I think obviously they're probably going to have like 10 kids. Um, (laughs) It's not a Mormon thing. Sorry, Leah. (laughs) I'm guessing that they're going to have a small, I think what, even what Daniel was saying is like, I picture... Al having a, a gaggle, gaggle of girls. girls, which I totally do too. Yeah, I could see same. that it, they're going to have like five girls. Totally. Me and Megan were talking about Jenna's pregnancy and how when I saw her in Utah, she was already pregnant. And I was going to mention yes. to her that uh, there's a conspiracy because she slipped on her podcast and said that the first time I was pregnant. And I, oh. I didn't believe she was. But that just shows that I'm a, I'm a guy who has no idea what to look for. But... I think me and Megan were talking about this, and I think this will be their last child, or maybe one more. Really? Yeah, and Megan agrees that I th- that Jenna's like so kind of into her career that she might just call it quits after this one. Yeah, I'm seeing at least like, four. At least four. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> that drop, what? like I picture the baby inside doing that. Like, how's it going when it comes out? Hey, jazz hands. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about next? Okay. Allison finally had her big outing. Can you imagine if we were at the Grove and we just saw family Quance Rosen? Oh, man. Well, just milling around with baby Elliot. Oh, my God. Well, little did I know, you were taking me to the... What what did they say? What's the disease that everyone catches there? (laughs) That's right. I forgot about that. I didn't do that to you on purpose it was allison i would you know like grove no. stars like what, grove what was stars? the disease uh, it wasn't the like whooping. Disease? it wasn't whooping cough what was it well she, she said that it like you can't take the baby the doctor said you can't take the baby here before it's had its vaccinations but i forget what disease it was little I, did i know i haven't had my shots i probably have it so i'm proud of allison for going out because it is a freaking chore that's what scares me most about, how, not not most, I'm scared of the body changes, but part of the pregnancy scare with me is all the stuff yeah. that comes along with the baby. Like, you have the carrier, you have mm-hmm. the diaper bag, you have I, a change of clothes. Like, you really have... pared it down, though. I was like, I see all these people carrying the whole fucking household with them. And for me, I was like, I got the smallest diaper bag yeah, and put, like, two diapers in, some wipes, a pacifier, a bottle, whatever. Just like a tiny little amount of stuff so mm-hmm. that I wasn't like tied yeah. to all the crap. The other part that scares me is getting out of the car. It, it That still scares me. Especially now that I take care of, of the baby. Yeah. Uh, I have all of those like fears all over again. But I don't take her out that much because it's just like... It's too hard. It's too much. Yeah. But even still with the kids, they're very cautious in parking lots because I was such like a Nazi where it's like... You can't just, you can't be a sitting duck in a parking lot. Well, that's not the part that scares me. It's getting out of the car with all the stuff. Because, like, I parked at the store the other day and, like, me opening my door to get myself out was tough. And And then then having to get a baby in a car seat out of the car. And then grabbing the diaper bag. It sucks. Yeah, it just sounds like a big old pile of work. And for me, I'll, like, get the baby and I get in the car actually get in the car and then close the doors and then put her in and buckle it because there are people that come up on you. They're like, Oh, you're, you've got your hands full. Let's uh, talk to you. The people that leave their, I also changed my tune on people that leave their carts out in the parking lot because I would find a cart and go park by that. 
So I can easily just transfer yeah. over. So you're not like lugging everything over to the cart or leaving the baby in. Right. Anyways, so I feel like I'm doing the Lord's work when I leave my cart. <laughs> you're helping some single or some mom that's yes. shopping by herself. <laughs> oh, so you, so while I'm silently judging you from afar, yes. you're like, actually, yep. I'm helping someone. And I always think someone's going to say something. I'm going to be like, guess what? Guess what? There's a reason <laughs> for this. And by the way, I don't like to loiter in park in parking lots. No matter what, like I'm a psycho. I am a horrible person. Whatever. I don't. You're all, I own it. <laughs> People always want to come up and talk to you or like yeah. do stuff. And it's like, no, just no, none of it. That's more of a California thing now that I think is about it? it. That does not happen in Texas. Oh. Does it or- happen in Denver or is it too cold? The the only people that ever come up to me in the parking lot is uh, people who are selling tamales. Oh. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, I, I don't carry cash, so I can't buy them even though I want to. Who carries cash anymore? I know. We were talking about that Fuck last night. Tell me about it. I know Robert does, he said. Yeah, because well, Robert gets paid in I mean, he's old school, is what I mean. <laughs> yeah, just it's just who... My husband plays gigs, and, you know, he'll leave. You know, sometimes they don't get paid until 3 a.m. when the bar's closing. So he'll leave. Like, I'll just get the money when I see you next time. And he won't get it for a whole month because the guy's like, no, you got to come get the cash. Like, hello, you guys have heard of Venmo. Yes. Like, Even old PayPal. Yeah. The old trustworthy PayPal. But they just won't do it. That is very strange. It's but also that disconnect from money, I think, makes us all spend so much more because oh, 100%. I'm like percent. Beep boop beep boop beep. Yeah. I'm just gonna order this now because it's so not loaded. real. Yeah. This isn't real money. Yeah. Allison dropping the phone on Elliot's head. As soon as she said that, I was like, here's another like thing that we're gonna talk about for a long time because I knew <laughs> she was gonna lose her shit. Yes. And I was thinking the same with Jenna and Al. I think it's really cool that they already have been through yeah. all of this and she's really close with her so she can be like, dude, this is dude, because that's what Jenna would say. It is the first of many times that you're going to accidentally hurt your kid and be freaking guilty. But couldn't you tell that Allison was like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Don't care. Still, yeah. Still oh, hate yeah. myself. She's still going to relive it. Yeah. I still have two times that still I relive in my head. And it was both with my son. I took him out in his carrier and the handles... They lock. So I thought it was locked and he wasn't strapped in because we were at a, the busiest restaurant where he had to be on the floor. Like, it was just like, there's no space for him. I go to pick him up. It literally flipped him out, like ejecting him out. He got a bloody lip. And I was just like, I can't. I can't even be in this restaurant right now. I'm like outside crying. Like, this oh is God. too much. And he was like probably two or three months old. I was just like, I can't. Now what? Like, this is just the beginning of like everything. Another time with someone else. You know her, Amanda's friend, Lorena. Mm-hmm. We went to a car show, uh, Moon Eyes, and she went to give me a hug, and she had a beer in her hand, and we went to hug over the stroller, and she dumped the beer on his head. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I swear to God, every time she, I saw her after that, she's like, I can't believe I did that. I'm like, it was an honest accident, but it was just a total... Oh, boy. Yeah. That's yeah. unfortunate. Sorry. Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> no, officer, I haven't been drinking. No. My child is just doused in beer. <laughs> Where it's just those moments, you'll replay them, but there's going to be so many more. I mean... That's just life, though. Like it is. I can remember the time I tripped in front of a hundred people. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, did I tell you that story? No. Oh, my eighth grade trip, we went to Washington, D.C., like they do yep. here in California. I'm going to be doing that soon. Um, And I was in the House of Representatives. <laughs> You're representing. Actual <laughs> House of Representatives. And... Um, yeah, I tripped. I was like walking by a cute boy that I liked and 
some my friend, my idiot friend Mel, had her leg up and I tripped over it. <laughs> and I kid you not, like fourteen Secret Service agents came over running, and they were no. like, "Ma'am, are you okay?" Or like and drawing more attention, of course. Oh, ma'am, yeah, ma'am. At eight, eight, in eighth grade, <laughs> it was the worst. But I still like think about that to this day. Oh yeah, my. One of my, Still made out with the cute boy, though. Of course. He's all, hey, what's hey. up, Tripper? Yeah. My One of my close friends, Jen, I still remember her thing. Like, <laughs> So she's probably like, great, thanks. But she was going like up the stairs to the post office. I think it was an orange here. Like, those stairs that come up. And she saw some dude and like just totally ate it. Where <laughs> I think even Amanda had one of those. Oh, my gosh, she did. <laughs> when she used to take the bus to my house from Santa Ana. She was walking down like the grassy and it was slippery and she did like the splits going down. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we're just, yeah, life is just a series of embarrassing moments that you replay in your head. And then when you have kids and you see them going through some of the same yeah. things or their own things and you're just like, your heart you, breaks. Yes, you just want to absorb it and just be like, I, I, put the, throw the phone at my head. Yeah, like, just yeah. do something. I don't know. But, but I thought it was so Allison that she had to call her pediatrician. Yes. <laughs> Uh, because when he starts walking, they literally get like a unicorn horn on their forehead. From all the bumps. Yes. Yeah. Because they constantly fall and you just, it hurts every time they do it. Like it hurts me when yeah. it happens and it's just, it's all part of growing up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it is. And it just gets worse, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was thinking the same thing when she said that Wendy ate the dental floss and she called the vet. Uh, I was like... Uh. I was like, I don't know if I would be a bad pet owner or if I'm just a normal person You're because if my dog would have done that, I would not have Work thought twice about it. I would have been like, oh, she'll be fine. That's exactly how I would have been. I think, Allison, we don't, I think we're realizing, like, I think when you have a child, more of your personality comes out. She's just a little neurotic. Yes. Well, yeah, I guess we, all we have really found that out. I think the JMOs just speak everything like we're all neurotic i think that's what we relate to her with absolutely uh yeah definitely brings out all of your Your inner yeah (laughs) absolutely yeah i wouldn't have called the vet for the dog eating floss either no but i think maybe she's just also got like the the mom instinct like where she needs to take care of everybody at this point but see also once i had kids i was like hey dogs guess what guess what just guess what just happened yeah your dogs now yeah um and that's cool. Yeah. And that's cool. And I'll still care for you. Yeah. Lulu's sitting right next to us on her little doggy bed. You know, those Instagrams that I tweeting? saw. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Those were the uh, first time I've seen Lisa be nice to those dogs. That, dude, we were all having a moment. That's why I was that's videoing. It every because... day, by the way. I talk shit because that's me. But they always are sitting in my lap and like... Sit, they're always with me. I have a bed in like every room so they can sit and hang out. They with even me. ran out of the garage last night and your husband was like, let him go. And, she <laughs> and he, ran says, after it, them. he says it every time. And I'm like, they have licenses on. <laughs> we'll still have to get them. I mean, we love them. So if we had to go get them. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I think it was three or four in the morning that I'm running down the street, Lulu, Georgie. And the whole time, you're the whole like, time I couldn't, you know, one of her dogs name is Georgie. Did you know that? <laughs> he found Rocco? that out recently. And I, I could I think not I stop saying Georgie, Budgie. <laughs> like and I kept t- saying cashmere, like, no, oh, yeah. no one cared. We were but looking I just for the red dots it. on yeah. the dog. There were a lot of, we were really sober and smart super sober. i think the smartest idea that we had last night was to put heather on the inversion table <laughs> i wish it i wish it happened she's there right now actually yeah. so 
barfing. Let's talk about this for a second. Drunk barfing? Carefree? What were they talking about? They're saying like it was just like, okay, I haven't been sick barfed. Sick barfed? That's not Sick from drinking? No, I haven't like just been sick and throwing up in... I don't even know how You're long. all sick from drinking all the time. <laughs> I mean, but it's violent. It's yeah. not like, oh, let's, I mean, spit up literally is like breathing for them. Yeah. For babies. It's just like, bleh. Yeah. Just nothing. Their stomachs are like this big. Yes. So of and course stuff's going to come like out Like they were saying, it. it comes out the way it went in. It literally is just like nothing. Yeah. But I don't have a lot of experience with drunk barfing, but uh, it comes out of everything at the same time. <laughs> See, I think there are two different people, two types of people oh, in this world. Here we go. There's the people that can uh, drink, puke, keep going. Right. Then there's the people that drink, puke, end of night. Right. I am the person that can drink, puke, keep going. Wow. I, like, it makes me feel good. Like, I'm, I kind of am a, a part of the carefree camp you know what? on this one. And that's what I'm thinking this just dawned on me. Allison hasn't been drunk barfed. <laughs> I keep saying that as it's like a verb. She hasn't had... That kind of experience. experience since she was young. Yeah. When before I could just throw up and feel better and just be like, let's get back to partying. Yeah. But let's say that was to happen now. Yeah. Because it doesn't let's just ever. Say, let's uh-huh. just say for, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> what? It's not usually the night. It's the morning. Okay. And it's like, I feel like, holy hell. And every muscle is like, on its like. Expressing yes. everything. Let's just get everything out. Fuck it. Well, I think that's what alcohol does to you. It's like a form of poison. So your body's like, get out everywhere. But I've never had one of those experiences where I'm like, I mean, I'm sure I have. Not that I can remember or in recent memory. I, yeah, like I said, I think there are two types of drunks. Rafi, what kind of drunk are you? What kind of barfer are you? Wow. So the last time I was like really drunk was in Texas and (laughs) at Ashley's house. Yeah. Um, I did throw up all over the bathroom. All over the bathroom? (laughs) <laughs> yes, and I did clean it up, and I felt great after. And then there's like people who puke as, I, the, and then the, the time before that that I was drunk, I puked mid drinking, and I kept on going like a fucking champ. Yeah. But there, I, I you feel know like how Kenny Loggins does it. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like if you're vomiting when you're drinking, you're kind of missing the experience because oh, like yeah. it's feeling like shit and then deciding that you're never doing this again fast forward to days or weeks later when you do it again but if you're just vomiting all night you're kind of lame totally i agree i think that's also like an age thing like yeah when you're first learning to drink like you don't know what your limit is you don't know you're spinning in bed yeah and And you don't know to drink water and yeah vitamin b6 is that the one b12 b12 i've been taking the wrong one (laughs) Uh, okay um <laughs> yes anywho so dungeons and dragons clearly i r- listened to this podcast on the plane and tuned the f out <laughs> um <laughs> on this portion a couple of things i've never played i play i, uh, I don't played, say you don't admit I played, this don't admit this i played once but it was on jmo patrol with jason oh i remember bringing that. the yeah. game and that was really fun because we were trying to get allison's yogurt popsicles and i thought it was competitive because people were dying and like we were trying to win like i was trying to win and like kill people so no it's just all about <laughs> fantasy right i think it is what i have to say about dungeons and dragons and they keep saying oh it's such a nerdy game no no it's not the game it's not the game it's, it's the, the players yeah. yes because i remember there was this house in our neighborhood when i was like in sixth grade and there were like the older kids but maybe just by a couple of years and t- holy nerd alert like way 
I was cool compared to them. <laughs> Old chubby girl in her uh, Mexican swimsuit in the pool was cooler than these dungeons. Your giant white t-shirt. Yes. They can't see my fat through this wet t-shirt. <laughs> I just remember going into the garage where they were, this is reminding me of a Weezer song, but they were so freaking serious. And it was like, dude, get out of here. We're playing our Dungeons and Dragons. I'm like, living out my uh, fantasy to be a, yeah, whatever. Master of all of your buttholes. <laughs> master of the house. Keeper <laughs> of. So now that we've talked so highly of it, Raphael, what's your experience? <laughs> I've never played it. Thank I God. don't think i have any desire to play it i'm not big into fantasy things like i've never seen harry potter Same. lord of the rings like they I'm can all you. go they're they're pretty lame to me but agreed yeah i don't judge anyone that is into it true at, i did at least. when i was younger <laughs> when you judge everything <laughs> yeah um I don't at least you're not larping like larp is the next level nerdery that's basically D D, but like out in the world in, yeah they're like this is too boring pen and paper let's yeah. take it to the real world yeah I've and again been... i don't judge anyone who does that at least you're out there running around with your foam sword thwacking people but the only thing i know about D is they played it on stranger things and yeah, that's it's... Like oh keep... yeah but see those kids i could see that being the perfect they're not too old they're just at that, like, yeah. where they didn't have video games. Yeah. Well, ish. So that's what you did. You could play a game that was interactive, and I can see it being fun for that. But then that age, but when teenagers like, and yes, and, and uh, the and the older people yeah, and like 20s. a lot of trench coats. Yeah, or, you know, it's just it seems a little weird. It drew a weird crowd. I can imagine. So here's the reason I don't judge. No, is because okay. I'm into board games Rap. a little. Oh. So, uh, excuse me. Uh, you're talking to excuse the queens. Excuse me. The queens. I, board games. We invented yes. board games. <laughs> <laughs> my lifeblood. <laughs> I slit my wrist. Board games come and, out. And, like, little men come out. Little what? Little men come little out? Men, little pieces, like, okay. Wow, okay. Pieces yeah. of the Trivial Pursuit pie come Thank you. falling out Thank of your blood, you. is what you meant I to meant say. I meant those things that you move when you're playing a game. Yes. <laughs> right. So, like, like you right. describe to people, like, we, uh, me and my friends get together, we play a game where we do funny accents. Like, <laughs> like um, that sounds fucking lame. But then if, you know, you're in Texas and you're off a couple of Henny Coladas, you know, <laughs> you're having a good time a with a bunch Colada, of pals. Please. No, I wish. I wish I had a pina colada. Oh, I forgot you were talking about. Do they have pina coladas here? You're like the dude. Do you have any, uh, some Caucasians? <laughs> Board games, yes. Uh, 100%. I don't understand people that don't play games, don't like games, frankly, don't want to be friends with them or know them in my real life. But Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons is a different animal. <laughs> yeah, Dungeons and Dragons, is, it's fantasy. It's just like pretending that you're something and that you and live in a world. Honestly, I think if we all played, we'd probably have fun. I think it's the people. That made it weird. Yeah, and I, I honestly don't really like fantasy either. But, you know, aside from porn. But. <laughs> That's real life. <laughs> That's real life. That's how my In sex some people's goes. houses. <laughs> we still. How much of this bottle do we have left or is it gone? <laughs> no, okay. Okay. I'm just checking. Because I'm. Is it hot in here? Joe, it's hot in here. <laughs> so this is one thing I don't like. Let's. We're going to get racial here. Okay. I don't like it when people say complaining about like the small things in life as being a white thing as if some anybody from any culture cannot get a milk frother <laughs> it's like that it's still it's like well i'm gonna you know disparage myself by saying it's a white thing but it's really like a hierarchy thing where i don't like that 
uh, anybody that's hoity-toity can get a milk frother. You don't. It doesn't matter what color you are. I get what you're saying, but I also get what Allison was saying when she referred to it as being yes. very white. Because you've heard the term white people problems. Right. Or first world problems. But see, I, I like first world problems over Me too. white people problems because there are a lot of people here that aren't white and it's a first world. And yeah. I don't like that being a thing. But living in a first world, I feel like if we stop complaining about the little things, that's when it becomes a second world and a third world. Yeah. When you complain about the little crappy things that have happened in your life instead of like real issues, I think that keeps you understanding that you're in a first world. That, you're, that, that you have a good life. Yes. Yeah. When you're it's able like to just complain about milk frothers. A milk frother. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Which... Sounds like the most disgusting thing. <laughs> yeah, let's stop saying the words milk frother. Two the two words are just that are disgusting. And by the way, I don't trust adults that drink milk. And second, Same. frothing them. I guess it's for your coffee. It is yuppy. I think is what she what she turned it into. Was like it's kind of like that reverse racism yes. thing. Like if you're truly not caring about racial lines and racial boundaries, yeah. it wouldn't even occur to you that this might be a white person right. problem. Quote because unquote. I I know a lot of people that that aren't white that have these same issues, yeah. you know, where it's like, it's just a people thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. As someone who loves alienating white people, <laughs> I have Go to, on. here we are just two white girls talking about how easy and slash hard it is to be white. And drinking our mimosas. <laughs> yeah. You, you drink champagne for breakfast. Must be nice. No, hey, so I Mexican bought it for me. <laughs> you say bought, how do you know he didn't steal it? Oh, you're right. <laughs> anyway, no, the one thing I do do is I do do is we'll say <laughs> I have a whole category of things. When I see something, I say that is white people shit right there. Um, and, sure. um, yeah, but it's but, different for you to say it. If her saying it just sounds like we're we're so much better, and and that's not that's saying not anything about Allison. You know, no. I'm just saying people. I wanted to get on my soapbox because I hear this all the time. Where I'm like, I hate it when people start this. Well, this is just a white people problem. I was like, no, stop. Yeah, it's a it's not like that problem. anymore. It's people are creating things. I don't like. But I don't. I don't. It is I don't want to other. I don't want to other anyone. But you guys need to stop wearing flip flops when it's snowing outside. Uh, Next topic. Don't worry, the, the girls around here wear Uggs. <laughs> They're it's totally not snowing. when it's not snowing. They wear Uggs in the summer with short shorts or short skirts, and then a, 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 a decoration scarf and a tank top. Yeah, idiot. Yeah, I wear flip flops to get a pedicure, and sometimes walking around in the yard. Whenever I happen to have to go in public, like after I get a pedicure, I'm like, I just want to be like, I don't normally wear flip flops, but everyone in the world wears them, and yeah. I hate them. I hate flip flops. I don't like to see people's feet. I don't flip flops is like the epitome of laziness. It's like idiocracy. Like I'm sucking orange brondo. <laughs> I'm eating Cheetos and I'm wearing flip flops. That's yeah. what I, I, I picture. I the part that bothers me about flip flops is the cleanliness factor. If I see someone like for Disneyland, for instance, like a largely public even though Disneyland's very clean, your feet are getting all Ugh. that dust and shit kicked up on it. It's disgusting. Yeah. I don't want to see your toes and your feet are all... Yeah. No. Nope. I don't think... I mean, I, I get why some people wear them, but I th think there's a time and a place. Pool, pedicure. Yes. I just... I can't... Like, it's really Beach. weird to me also That's when people it. wear jeans, like long jeans with flip-flops. 
Yes. Like, I want my legs covered, but I want my toes free and out there. I hate when I see a guy and he's wearing, like, a button-up shirt, jeans, flip-flops. Oh, it's like, this is where you stop. I feel like the, yeah. those guys were all at the bar last night. Oh, 100%. <laughs> well, By they the way, were right next to the guys that wear dicky shorts below uh, their knees with a the black socks. There were socks. so many bro dudes. Yeah. And, okay, that real side note, but it is... It is a college town, so then there's like yeah. a lot of hayseeds yeah. that come in. They're like flip flops. This is what the Californians yeah, I'm wear. Yeah, in Southern California. And then there's the bro dudes that are just like flipped up hat and stupid dickies and lifted trucks. Oh, sorry about your wieners. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Oh, let's go on to whistling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's near and dear to my heart only because, and I know I've shared this on the show before but to all the new people out there that aren't aware that my husband is the state whistling champ 1982 wisconsin state whistling champ and it was ohio 1987 at some point but it's morphed that was a joke that he told my friends in vegas one time and they believed it for a minute for a while but then it's become a thing and also he's one of these people that whistles during songs where i'm like i just want to hear the song (laughs) so I feel like Jenna, where she's just like, I don't know why that I don't realize that it bothers me so much until it's like too late that she's irate. But that's how I feel. Mike's story about Trader Joe's was interesting. Yes. He, the other day, (laughs) went to Trader Joe's and there was someone whistling. A cashier. Yes. A cashier was whistling. And the guy that was his cashier said, I'm going to come over there and punch you in the face or something. Yeah. If you don't stop whistling. whistling. And then my husband says, well, I don't know if you knew it, but I'm the whistling state champ of 1982. And they're like, really? (laughs) (laughs) His whistling, the thing is, is, okay, this is really going deep into therapy on my part, which usually happens, but he found himself to be a very good whistler. And did? Yes. Okay. So he would always whistle. And the thing for me, I wouldn't normally be like, you suck at whistling. Like, I'm not, I'm not just going to come around and say that unless someone's like, I'm really good at whistling, aren't I? (laughs) Actually, you know what's weird is you're actually really bad. <laughs> I didn't know someone could be a bad whistler. Too much interference with like spit or, you know, like where it's like, shh, shh, shh. not like clear, clean whistling. Not the I didn't Andy know that Gr- the people that, the Andy Griffith, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that people who are terrible at whistling like actually whistled. My what best friend always... is a horrible Sorry. whistler. Really? Yeah, in time, and I'm just like, ugh, fucking kill me. Well, okay, does it have like a lot of like, like, no, it's too much. It's too much air. It's just yes. Okay. And I'm like, you're not air. whistling. You're fucking blowing spit okay. all over. My husband's is better than that, but it's still mm, that doesn't sound good. That's so weird. That's ne- maybe because I'm a little bit of a whistler because I can't sing. So sometimes, but he never comments on my whistling. I'm like, but mine is a little clearer. The funny thing is, is that. He was, he would take so much joy in whistling, and he told me that I killed that. And I told him his memoirs would be The Day the Whistle Died. (laughs) (laughs) Because I stole his whistle. He's like, You know, I don't whistle anymore. I'm like, Yeah, I know. I I did notice. Don't worry. But he would whistle over good songs where I'm like, They they already kind of figured it out. It sounds good, and I want to hear the song. And the bad whistling, even if it was good whistling, I don't want to hear it. I was just going to say, even if it was good whistling, would you be like, oh, I can give up on this. Let's turn the music off (laughs) and turn your whistling up. I think Daniel, I think it was him that said it the best where he was like, the only person that really enjoys whistling is the person doing it. It's the whistler. We also have, I don't know if you ever had this guy as your waiter, but we call him the whistler. He used to work at Watson's a long time ago. 
And we would like, it was kind of like Seinfeld. We we're like, oh, who's working in the kitchen today? Because there's a rubber band in the soup. <laughs> it's, oh, we would hear, and we're like, oh, the Whistler's here. Good. But he's moved from like three different restaurants and he now. In the circle? No. Yes. He was, he went to Renato's, but now he's over at this restaurant close to our house. And we were eating and we we're like, Somebody's whistling. It sounds like the whistler. We look, we're like, it's the whistler. Oh, my oh and by God. the way, he used to have a mullet. So his name used to be the whistling mullet. And oh. now he's just the whistler because he got a haircut. Yeah. Whistling is a big, big thing in our house. <laughs> and the lack thereof. Thank God. Uh, Buck and I are both whistlers. I don't mind whistling. But I'm not a whistler when it comes to like, hey, I'm just going about my day. Like, I would never whistle while I'm You're not whistling hair. Dixie. Like, yeah. Just no song. That was the other, that was the other thing they were talking about. Is the people that just whistled, that's the whistler. There's no song. He's just, it's his own tune. No, sometimes I whistle along to songs if I can't sing it. Because I want to sing, but I have a terrible voice. So, yeah, I'm not going to sing. I'm just going to whistle because my whistle's better than my singing voice. But Uh, I've never been around any, well, Amanda gets mad at me sometimes. Can whistle. She's like, oh, "Oh, show off. Like, (laughs) fucking whistler. Because that's going to take you places. Yeah, I know. I'm like, well, yeah. The thing is, is I think my problem is, is the whistling ego. Because just you're whistling to enjoy yourself. That's fine. But don't come to me and be like, isn't my whistling so (laughs) phenomenal? I think I even said, I'm like, did your mom tell you that when you were a kid or something? Because actually, really, no. I'm about to tell you, about to blow your mind. (laughs) I'm about to whistle your mind. She wrong. I can't believe we just spent 10 minutes talking about whistling. Oh, I could go on for even longer. <laughs> believe it or not. I believe All right. It. Really quick. I want to talk about truck stops only because they're talking about Bucky's. Oh, they're talking about the Bucky's. And I know you've talked about it before. Tell us about your truck stops in Texas. So there's giant truck stops in Texas called Bucky's and they're about like about 50 to 100 miles apart from each other because Texas is obviously huge when you drive across it, but they are massive. They're like the size of a Walmart. Whoa. Yeah. And they have over like a hundred gas station like pumps so you never have to wait in line. And then the food they make all their own snacks. They have like dried fruit and candied nuts and like just really it's super the restrooms are super clean. It's just a really nice break in between mm. all the land that you're seeing, the flat land in Texas. And they're famous for these things called beaver nuggets, which are <laughs> so good. You, you Canadians out there might be enjoying these. Yeah. <laughs> Bucky, the mascot for Bucky's is a beaver. Oh, okay. Um, Apropos. Yeah. Because to me, truck stops just mean lot lizards. Well, you don't, won't see any of those there. Okay. You'll find those at like real truck stops. I feel like mm. this is like a, a, a Disneyland yeah, <laughs> yes. of truck stops. I think I'm surprised that Allison's maybe never been to one only because growing up road trips, even as an adult, like road trips, I look forward to it and the, the and the rest <clears> stops <throat> of the truck stops are the only place you have to go and it is memorable it's uh-huh. either there's a lot of creeps there or when we went up to washington they had like these amazing not like bucky's but it was just like these beautiful rivers and trees and it was all clean it's like it just looked like a park yeah that these are like a like you said like a resort like yeah the food is actually really good they just have anything you could ever want and or need and the bathrooms are so clean wow I've been to Bucky's twice. Uh, the first time I went, it was like at 11 p.m., which is, I was like, oh, this place is great. And then the second time I went was like 11 a.m. And I was like, this is horrible because it's like a Walmart. There's a ton of people. A ton of people, yeah. And I went there, and flip-flops. <laughs> I went there with the express purpose of dropping a hot one. Okay. <laughs> so a, hang- the bathroom, a hangover, D? The bathrooms are plentiful. And I was like... 
I'm going in here, I'm doing my business, and I'm leaving. I didn't buy anything, but it's it's a great place. They have a ton of food. They have coonskin caps, if that's what you want. Yeah. They've got anything you can think of. <laughs> Duh. Next time you go, I highly suggest the beaver nuggets. They're like kind of like corn pops, but sugarier. Just get over the name. Yeah. And it'll be fine. And it's funny because it's become like a thing. Like, you can buy hats and bumper stickers and t-shirts all with like the I Bucky's bought, logo. Really? Yeah. I bought my nephew a coloring book oh, of you Bucky's. Did? Yeah. Yeah, because the And I bought a postcard. Adorable. I bought all kinds of shit. Yeah. They suck you in there. And they're so nice. It's kind of Trader Joe's-ish where you oh, walk okay. up and they're like, hey, how's it going? Oh, and immediately when you, you walk in. Beaver nuggets? When you first walk in, they have a whole case of cigarettes. So, Lisa, you'll love it. Oh, my God. I had two cigarettes the other night. Woo! I had a drag off of a cigarette <laughs> I, last night, and I was really? like, why did I do that? I, I don't know if I just had these ci- cigarette-smoking dreams, like, where I was obsessed with it for, like, a couple weeks afterwards. Like, I couldn't stop thinking about it. So, I, we went to a wedding in Dana Point the other day, and everyone, well, it was pretty white trash. There was a lot of cigarettes there. <laughs> I feel like cigarettes are so old-fashioned or are. white trash yeah. because it's all about the e-cigarettes and the... Well, and those are even white trash in my opinion. Well, yeah, for sure. That's but like 909 white trash. Yes. Not the 714. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I don't even know what Dana Point is, but... It's 949. Oh, of course it is. I remember when, but when it changed. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> Isn't this hard hitting? Yeah. Most of the housewives probably have 949 numbers. The, oh. Just so you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing it back home. I had two cigarettes. Um, not happy about it. You smoked a whole, like two whole cigarettes? Yes. Wow. And I drank, I didn't get drunk, but I was drinking every kind of alcohol. Ugh. Vodka, whiskey, rum, Sold. beer, yeah. wine, Gross. champagne. Okay. Ugh. Just mix it. Where I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? I'm not 15 or whatever. I think they tapped on something. I think Bucky's already is kind of there, but they were talking about the hipster truck stop. If there was like an like an artisan's truck stop, all these people that travel that don't want to stop and get the stupid subway and fill up, you there's a market here. Oh. This is the freaking desert. You could have something like Oasis like where it's just magical. Yeah, that's kind of what Bucky's is like it sounds because like they make it. all their own stuff. I didn't realize it was everything that. is like everything's Bucky's brand. Except for like Coca Cola, Pepsi, whatever. Wow. But everything like that they sell to eat is pretty much Bucky's brand and then they have a few others but yeah it's like artisanal locally sourced all that crap like road to table yeah basically <laughs> good one that's, <laughs> that's, that's, i think you found the name of the show i think it's a good place to end it yeah what do you think rafi yep have you had, <laughs> have you had enough of us yet <laughs> oh this is great i'm gonna leave that delay in there i usually cut out delays and i'm like no i want people to feel the moment of the yep so support allison's show obviously allisonrosen.com she's awesome hooray hooray <laughs> 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 oh my god what was that laugh <laughs> i can't remember that laugh from you <laughs> it was so guttural you want to be on this show because why the fuck not <laughs> Email BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter, which is dying, by the way, so I might have to secure a new name. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at JMO's MBFF. Raphael, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at RMC Guitars on Twitter. That's about it. And Brittany, where can we find you? I'm mostly on Instagram at Brittany Ashlyn. Okay. And usually I say this, and so I'm going to say it again. Brittany, I love you. Uh, thank you and good night. <laughs> that was Quality Pod. Open, shut, 